when I'm on, they gon' have questions for me. What them bad hoes like? Can you bless me, homie? Did you buy We're back. Back to even. Welcome back to your Get Ready for the Freaking Weekend podcast. It is Friday, May 16, 2023, and we are pumped to get this party started for y'all. It's the freaking apocalypse 2.0 up here in Minnesota. Uh, my house is under attack by animals as well. It's a weird week for dads. Football is right around the corner. And of course, it's also U.S. Open weekend, son. All of that and much, much more. Uh, as we bust our ass, I think, to uh, try to get rich gambling and get all you beautiful souls back to even, per usual. My name is Jeff. And I am joined by the one and only. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. 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 Hey, Ben. Oh, Ben. 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 What it do, Bennett? How's it going, brother? What up, Jeffrey? Dude, just another day living, running, you know. Uh, yeah, dude. Living, I'm running. Good. Living you know? and running. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you running to? Just a, just a nonstop life. You yeah. Know? Uh, Still busy as shit. Nonstop. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Uh, Ton's not home right now. She's in Vegas for work, so Ooh. didn't have the luxury of two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches waiting on me when I got here. So it's a real bummer. It is. Had to have some cold pizza, homemade cold pizza, even yeah. better. Do you have pants on? Nope, but I did shower this week. Oh so. boy, respect, yep. respect. We love that. You can take care of yourself a little bit, right? Yeah, you've, yeah. I've earned that, right? I think you've fed yourself. You've You've gotten yourself dressed partially for the day. Um, you shower, you good hygiene, mm-hmm. right? You know, you're getting to things on time. It's good, man. It's good. Yeah, we should we should teach your brother some of those tricks. You know, like I told you, walking in the door. Literally, I was outside my door, and then I was doing the boop boop. My code opened it. I said ten minutes, and I ate, made a drink, got a glass of water, set the computer up for this, and showered in twelve minutes. Yeah, for the world that doesn't understand when when what you're saying, even though I feel like most people listen to this, <laughs> yep, uh, knows Justin. Um, yeah, when that dude says twenty minutes, it usually means three hours An hour and, and twenty minutes. Uh, you're being kind. Yeah, I am. Three hours, or he just doesn't show up. <laughs> right. <laughs> if he doesn't say I'm on in like three. It's 50 That's why 50. we call it hind time, you know? That's right. That's right. It's 50-50 when you get him. When you get him. But how's uh, has life slowed down? I mean, I know you're busy, but I mean, is it is it feeling a little bit more adjusted now? No. Or still just no. chaotic as all get out? Yep. Uh, two, two big seven-on tournaments this week. Um, so we went to the U of A on Monday night. Saw that. Uh, so I didn't get home till about two in the morning, which was sick. Jeez. Um, yeah. Um, then tomorrow night, well, last night when y'all are listening to this, we have ASUs and yeah, man, fun stuff, good stuff. Uh, just busy. I like yeah. it though. Not complaining. Right. Some people wish they could be busy, but yeah, it's just uh just a little chaotic. Sometimes I feel like I don't know what's going on, you know. And then I'm still like in my head, like. We record on Thursdays, but 
it's been Wednesday the last couple of weeks. So yeah. I'm like, fuck, I got two more days of actual, you know, like yeah. real life work to do. That is a bummer of doing it on Wednesday. Uh, yeah. You know, we've, yeah. we've, we've pushed it to Wednesday to accommodate your schedule, which is what Appreciate it is. Yeah. Like we'll fucking do it on Friday night if that's what it takes. Right. Right. But it makes the, the days that follow, Right for us, it, it gets us back to even. Right, like literally, right. That, the, the, this podcast kind of like fucking resets me, gets me like moving in the right direction, and it feels like the weekend is tomorrow. Yeah, but it's not when we do it on Wednesday, and man, it is a it is a little bit of a bummer when we do it. But man, fuck it, man, I, I like the midweek drinks. Right, like, yep, let's yep. cook a little on a Wednesday night and shit. It's man, been fun. Thursday's like the new Friday anyway. That's what they say. With all this fucking hybrid shit and people not going to the office very often, good luck finding anybody on Friday to begin with. So it is tough. It is tough to find people. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've made meetings on Fridays before and then I'm like, yeah, why did I do that? Because they they don't want to be there. So then they're like, Yeah, we're good. Everything's great. Right. Yeah, we'll go. Okay, cool. Thanks for fifteen minutes. It's like scheduling a college class before noon. Yeah, I don't do. When you're well, any year, but specifically when you're a junior or a senior. Yeah. Never let that happen. Yeah. I will say this is the first drink I've had in over a week and a half. Um, oh. I didn't have one last week we were recording. Too busy. Yeah. Well, I thought I was going to have to stay up late and totally redo everything for seven ons, um, which I did because I'm a freak. But um yeah dude this captain diet's really hitting the spot tonight so little, first one in a minute yeah you know, so welcome back yeah welcome back to the fold man jump off Jesus. that wagon start running with us brother yeah Your sorry mic. if i just get loud i don't know what's going on with my mic dude you're it fine. just seems like i'm I'm yelling sometimes so yeah you're good all right cool i'm reading you loud and clear if we blow out Perf. somebody's car speaker who gives a shit that's right <laughs> Loud noises. What are we yelling about? Yeah. Uh, I mentioned it earlier. Man, It the apocalypse is still happening. I don't know if you knew that. I saw your snap today. Uh, fuck Canada, I think. Jeez Louise, dude. Like, I feel like the last time I talked about it, like, it, I, I sent you the number. It was like 169 or something. What was it today? It was up to like 230, 235. And it was like... Where the fire is was real bad. And then it was all pretty, yeah. like, okay until you hit the Twin Cities and it was in the mid-200s. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, why are yeah. we getting hammered by this shit? And it was weird, man. Like, Jack was outside playing, and after, like, two hours, he came in, had a headache, ended up taking a nap. Jocelyn was, like, ready to go to bed at 7. Poor guy. Yeah, you walk outside and you get hit in the face with this shit, and you could smell it bad too it was nuts it's just nuts it's so, it's so weird I'm, I'm i'm looking at the air quality map right now um like the the entire uh, continental united states is green except for where you live and where i live mm -hmm. literally yeah we're at a 94 air quality which seems high for us but i don't know i don't really it's not like i focus on the numbers but 94 seems high but you guys are at what? What's it say here? Uh, I mean, last time I checked, it was 220. So, Jeez Louise. I don't know what that really means. 
Don't breathe it but for that, very long. That's for damn sure. Two fifteen. Yeah. Very unhealthy. Oh. It's purple right now. Yeah. Man. We're in the moderate. So. Two forty two in smog. Minneapolis. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's just nuts. So um, here, everybody's learning about air quality. It does look like some rain moving into Canada, though. So yeah, they're they're hoping for some relief. I, I mean, at this point, I thought Canada had like just burned up. What's left? It fuck if I know. Can't be much, I mean, right? No, I, I don't mean, even know where these fires are at. To be honest, I know Canada's big. Got an old wildfire app here now that I live in in uh in the desert. Arizona. Yep. Yep. Explain that to me. The wild why? Why? Yeah. They happen all the time across the desert. Yeah, but what's there to burn? Cactus. I mean there's then you get into like the mountains and pines, obviously. Yeah, right? I get that. So, so check a fucking topography map out once, bud. Can't do it. Can't. Do I know it. you can't. It's just it doesn't compute with my brain. Yeah. No, it's not all deserts here. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. Um. Yep. So I mentioned like my house is under attack. Yeah. It's. I think uh, we are being terrorized by a bird that has lost its mind. It just keeps flying into your windows. So or it like what? lands on the screen. And then it flies okay. up to where there's no screen, and it just attacks the window for 20 seconds, then goes back to the screen. It's been doing it for three days, Ben. What kind of bird are we talking? It's a little yellow thing. Mm. A I, finch? I don't know. Sure, let's call it a finch. God, guy doesn't know topography. Guy doesn't I don't know, know my birds. I'm not a, what is the word, an ornithologist? Yeah, I would I would guess that you and I are getting that one wrong. That's probably not what well, that is. Let's let's Google that quick. Um, but yeah, it ornithology. My grandpa is, used to have this book that had all the birds in. Ornithology Minnesota. is the scientific study of birds. That's not what I do for a living, so I don't know what type of bird it is. But it's like hitting all the windows, man. And so I don't know if well, like. It thinks we've got something in here. It, well, you do. You do have stuff in there. Well, that it that it needs. Like, it's baby, but we don't. We didn't bring one in. Is it like those? No, not that yellow. Oh. It, it, that's really yellow. It's just got some yellow tint to it. I'll send you a video. I've taken videos <laughs> of it because I feel like it's possessed or it's going to break in and it's going to take one of us down at some point. Mind you, it can't weigh more than three ounces. It's a, it's a, it's probably just trying to fly through your house. But it, it's going literally, Ben. It's gone to all sides of our house. Like it's going around the house, like trying to get in. It's not yeah. like, oh, I ran into the window. Cause that happens all the time on this window right here. I'll just be yeah. sitting there. Uh, we're sitting here during the day and just whack. It's like, all right, birds are dumb. You know, shout out USP yeah. Stadium. But shout out. This thing is like, it's like testing, it's probing for weaknesses in the window to see if it can get through. Maybe uh, Dave or Tina was outside talking shit to the birds. I don't know if all animals can communicate like that, but 
Let's just assume they can. I'm sure it did happen. Or the cat got out and was like, fuck you, bitch. What's your That's name? That's true. Birds and cats are not fans. They're not friends. And that cat, that bird was like, I'm sick of cats. Yeah. I'm talking shit. Fuck that cat. I'm going to go get yep. that cat. So I would be, too. That's what it's trying to do, I think. So, yeah, it's, it's been be weird. Too. It's been weird up here, man. I don't know uh, if we're going to make it to next week. So this might be the last episode. Prayers. P's and P's, Jeff. T's and P's. I'm going to watch this live. Appreciate that. I sent Ben the video. I'll post it. Yeah, what's this guy doing here? I'm telling you. It's the strangest he, thing, dude. He might be hurt. It, again, it's been happening for three days now. Well, you probably, you've probably been hurt longer than three days, haven't you? For sure. What? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's having a psychotic breakdown. Apparently, those last a long time in birds. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know a bird's life, you know? It's not like dog's life or a bug's life, but. <laughs> Got to find an ornithologist. Find out what's going on. We should get, maybe that's all. I'll look for an ornithologist to come on my pod. That'd a noted be a- ornithologist. And just play that video and be like, what's going on here, man? <laughs> That would be riveting conversation. <laughs> People would love to tune into that one. And then after about four seconds, um, the pod's over. So tough yeah. shit. Tough shit. Birds. Hey, um, I got a little surprise for you before we get cooking. Uh-oh. No. Piss off, pal. I know what it is already. You do? Well, what are you digging for? A bush peach, you son of a bitch. Uh, I'm not. I'm not drinking it. Why? Because we said we were going to do it together on the pot. See, but I'm never. We have to be together. We have to wait till we're together. Because I, it's not coming here. So go ahead. Not if someone bought two cases and decides to figure out a way to ship them to you or ship one to you. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. So, I'd pay for the shipping on that. I'm going to work that. on that, and hopefully, worst case, I can wrap a couple up, maybe like a six-pack in a box, and bubble wrap the shit out of it and get it to yeah. you by next week. That's the goal. Yeah, worst that'd case. be sick. Then we can do a little live taste test. Oh, boy. Yeah. Can't do it. Can't do it without you, man. Appreciate that. That's a real pal move. A lot uh, of willpower. Also, shout out everybody else who has tried it in our face mm-hmm. so um jordan kirk the sister fuckers justin seen them all seen everybody nice yep seen so everybody. far general consensus pretty solid top notch top I notch sounds haven't seen anybody like shitting on it no i think everybody loves it so. uh liquor store i walked into today you know i was getting some stuff and like, hey, one more question for you. Just curious, do you have, and I see it behind the counter, and I'm like, there it is. They're like, just got it today. You're like the 20th person in here asking for it. I'm like, fuck yeah, we've started a movement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty heartbreaking to call Total Wine and get that news last week. That's from being Yeah, honest. that's bizarre. Like, what did, yeah. what's Bush Light have against Arizona? I don't know, but we, they used to not get the, like cool cans at all either i think part of it is because they don't do cases here they only do 30 wraps 
So you can't just get a 24 pack. So it's 12 or 30. Are you serious? Yeah. That's strange. There's no cases of Bush Light here. It's yeah, it's 12 or 30. So I think that probably has something to do with it. Although, you know, the first the first Bush Light I ever Apple I ever bought was with your brother and we got 30 racks. And then yeah. I went back to that gas station the next day and got 30. So I don't know, dude. I, they must not think the demographics big enough here. Um Arizona's probably turned into a heavy Bud Light state. I don't know what they're thinking, dude. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Proof you can't have it all, man. Can't nope. have it all. But we did get, uh, like, the tackle box things. So, I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I'm going to call 1-800-Anheuser-Busch, and I'm going to start raising yep. hell. I mean, we'll just – well, when, when, when I tweet about the podcast – and the three people retweet it, yeah, <laughs> on a weekly basis. Uh, we will. I'll just. I'll hashtag Bushlight Peach in Arizona. Yeah, that'll be the. That'll be the tag. Gotta make Absolutely, it get it trending. You know, see if others will catch on to that, and and we'll, we'll we'll get it down there, buddy. All right, I appreciate that. As opposed to when uh, they're just trying to empty out the the warehouses. Right. Yep, I appreciate it. Um. Uh, Real quick, something that's happened since since we sent our uh, updates here. Okay, okay. Uh, the old Fairmont Cardinals got third at state in Saw baseball that. today. Saw that. Did you happen to see the the called ground rule double that wasn't? I had to watch it a few times to understand what was happening. At first, I at first I I misread it as an infield fly ground rule, like as an infield fly double, and I was like, "What is that?" Yeah. And then I okay, it's hitting the outfield. Why? Why is this? And then I see it like there's this, just like at Wrigley Field, right? They have like ivy, ivy or vines or whatever on their fence, and that was a real quick like double call by that ump, especially when the kid was like picking the ball up. And the ball bounced out. Yeah. So, so go ahead. I, I mean, like every field has their ground rules, and right. the ground rules might be like if the ball hits the like if it goes into the ivy, it's just an automatic or touches it, it's just an automatic double. Right. Stupid, um, but it might be. It could be. Also, don't have state tournament games there. Then you know what I mean. I would agree like, wholeheartedly. Like that's 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 a heartbreaking way for it to happen. You know, they were down to two outs, and then they hit that double, and then two runs score, and it's now tied. Yep. Instead, nope, they bring one guy back, so it's two three two outs. Oh, the next out. But similar situation when we played there, two thousand ten at state. Uh, same thing happened, only the other way. The ball. Went into the Ivy, Richie Haycraft and John Ellis threw their hands up, and the ump didn't stop play. And then they started digging at the ball because the ump didn't stop play. So then they threw it in, and then their kid was standing on third. Or I don't know if you wow. remember that at all. Our yeah. first game, I do. So that twice that's hurt the old Fairmont Cardinals, which back then they didn't even see the tournament. So we were, I think at that time ranked two or three in state and we played the number one team in state. Makes sense. But yeah. Right. And right away in the first game. Yeah. So I don't know then why we they took ever... our per diem money and we bought booze in the hotel. 
Fuck yeah. And he said, what are they going to do? Take our diplomas away? Because we already graduated. That's right. That's right, baby. Yeah, I don't know Hell why yeah. they. I don't know why they ever did that. Like the our our state football runs were like that as well. Um, I think our junior year we were third, second or third. Yeah, Northfield was one. Played them opening opening round, and then our senior year we were two, and Northfield was four, and we played them opening round. It's the dumbest shit when they do section whatever versus section whatever. Correct. Why would you not? You're you're at a spot, especially now. I mean, even in 2010, I don't care if you use like the Associated Press and Fairmont's never been heard of, and they get three votes. Put us at eight. That's fine. Yeah. But at least like try to seed the damn thing. Right. I would agree. I mean, you know, you it's the all two like- highest ranked teams in state playing each other in round one. How fucking stupid yeah. is that? Well, because that was all neutral site, right? Everybody was there. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, everybody was at Dick Putts, and then you went to the Target Field, and we played Ricori, and they ten runned everybody else on their way to state title, and we lost four to one. Yeah, that's so that makes zero sense in that scenario. Like I know ours, right? Opening round of state was never in the dome; it was always Correct. at somebody's field. So you know that they did it all strictly for logistics, right? They don't want, say, we were the one seed and the eight seed was International Falls. Right. They don't want to ha- make them take a fucking plane ride to get there. <laughs> but and then, I mean, then even now, it's all it's all neutral sites. At, I mean, I think the section championships all the way down in football in Minnesota have to be neutral sites. Interesting. Now. Because I think everything, section championship and beyond has to be played on turf, so they picked the site before. Huh. Um, New Alm, I guess, theoretically could win out, and I think they're in Fairmont's conference. Maybe not, I don't know, but whatever, dude. It's all weird. Minnesota State High School League is a pretty fucking weird ran organization. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so- Especially like nowadays, like with this thing that happened today, like I'm not crying because it's the Fairmont Cardinals, but it's a shitty way for a kid to lose a shot to go defend the state title. Um, and they might have lost the game anyways, who knows? But everything's on film, yeah. you know? Like, And they do review in football. They do review, so why can't you review in baseball? I don't know, man. It just to see the ball bounce, hit the fence, and then come out Yeah. and – the shortstop threw his hands up, but he's not out there. You for know? sure. For sure. Well. Piss on them all. Yeah. And it was interesting, like, watching Augie. So, Augie went to the College World Series again. And yeah. In their Super Regional, uh, was watching that on the stream. And they were doing video reviews at a D2 Super Regional. Wasn't televised. Right. Right, it wasn't Correct. on TV. It, it's just being streamed, so the capability is there. Right, it's all digital. Right. They can pause, keep recording, you know, and replay it back. And I mean, come on, folks. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it just sucks. Sucks for for anybody's season to lose that way or to end that way when it feels like you know you got jobbed. No right. bueno. Not now. Not getting jobbed. I, I'm sure you didn't see this because um, you're just a busy dude, so you're not watching random uh, super regionals for the College World Series or to get into the College World Series. But did you see how that Texas Stanford series ended? 
I did because we were at U of A on Monday night, and Mezzi actually texted me, and then he's like, "You, I hope you can watch this game because it was getting crazy, whatever." And then I was like, "I'm still down here." So then on the way home, I checked Twitter and I watched it. They lost the fucking ball in the lights. Yeah, yeah, both outfielders did, not just one, both. <laughs> and I mean, the game, the last two innings were just chaos. Yeah. Chaos. Like Stanford was doing everything they could to lose the game. They had a guy. And it was in Stanford, it right? It was at Stanford. Yeah, in their sunken bowl or whatever of a field, which is super fucking dope. Um, but Stanford, like, has a guy almost get picked off second um, or thrown out at second. Some weird, like, behind the. He was definitely, like, it was a bang-bang play, went to review. He should have got picked off. He was making a boneheaded running mistake. Yep. Then the next play is a fly ball to right field, and the right fielder has nothing short of a fucking howitzer for a right arm, and he guns this guy out at third, and it's just like, holy shit, like things are falling Texas's way. Come Stan- yep. Stanford comes up bottom of the ninth. Guy hits, a, hits one off the wall. He thinks he's got to walk off bomb to win it stanford's on the field you know reminiscent to the fucking stanford cal game like they're running on the field this guy's on the field he took his fucking helmet off like before he gets to second and then he almost gets thrown out at second and then the very next batter guy pops one up and it's can of corn i mean can of corn pitchers walking off the field right when he gets to the third baseline he turned like he's looking and he's like oh no you can see him he's just oh no and the outfielders are just doing the classic arms out to the side, like what's happening? <laughs> Cause they see the middle infielders running towards them and they're like, uh oh, <laughs> oh no. what a helpless feeling. Right. And then the ball lands 10 feet in front of the right fielder. Like that just awful. And that dude was in tears, understandably, right? You're just like, what do you do in that situation? Just awful. It's that time, yeah. though, man. You're going to see, you see so much of that shit, just heartbreaking fucking losses. Oh, I know. Oh, I love it. I love it, dude. Um, and so we say it every year, too, like, oh, we got to watch more college baseball. And then we don't until now, you know, because yeah. it's always on ESPN Plus. Like, yeah. you can watch those games all year long. 100%. But- it's just more fun when the tourney's on the line. Absolutely. So. Yeah, absolutely, dude. And especially in the, in those scenarios, in the regional, super regionals, it's these three-game sets. These dudes yeah. are, they are, you know, shit has been talked. They know oh, yeah. the pitchers, right? Like, it's, it's, it's an intense series, which it's different than the College World Series, which I don't know why they do that, right? But right. it is what it is. Um those are probably better, in my opinion, than the actual College World Series just because of the fact that they're going to play each other multiple times. Super fun. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, little College World Series. No, I was going to bring it up last week or the week before, but now that we're talking about it, it popped in my brain. Remember Ben Joyce, the kid from Tennessee yeah. last year who was throwing 107 and whatever the fuck? 105, yeah. He made his debut with the Angels already. I it's not shocking. He's 19. Yeah, you throw that hard, bro. <laughs> You're getting fucking called up. Now, Yeah, he does not throw that hard in the bigs. No. 
right? Like, and I think we talked about it, guns a little juiced, whatever you want to call it in college. Um, but he's still throwing 102 in the big leagues. <laughs> yeah. So I was going to find it. Yeah. I was going to see what his fastest ball was so far, but still pretty sweet. Absolutely, man. Again, I mean, the Angels are awful. Are they? Oh, so bad. Wait. Yeah, they're still awful. But yeah. yeah, good for him, man. Hope hope that thing holds on. Hope that arm holds out because that'll be pretty cool to figure out or watch once he figures out how to pitch. Yeah, so he hit uh he hit one oh three okay in a triple A game. So that tracks. That tracks. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. I think the twins There's- closer is the hardest right now in baseball. He's he's throwing a couple really? at one oh five point four. Yeah. How much shit, dude? Oh my God. Dude, I've seen ninety six and I well I shouldn't I shouldn't even say that. I've heard ninety six. Right. No but to chance. stand in the box at one oh three. Yeah. Fuck fuck. Fuck that. Fuck that'll that. that'll get your sphincter tight as they say. Uh huh. A hundred percent. That dude. that comes off his hand a millis, like just a second too soon or a second too late, right? You're dead. That, yeah, literally, that's a hundred and three mile an hour rock at your fucking dome. Yep, yep. You're not walking away from that. <clears throat> and I don't care what, like you know, like it's a weird thing in baseball where you got to like wear it. You're supposed to wear it. Right, like rub some dirt on it. Like, dude, in high school when I'd get hit, I acted like a little bitch. I was always like, "Fuck, man, like this shit hurts." I don't give a fuck, like who we're talking about. Like, even at seventy-five or eighty, it fucking hurts. It's a hard baseball. Like, oh no, thank you, no thanks, no, no bueno, not good, not good at all, not good at all. So funny. Um. All right, let's get into it. I mean, I, we're into it, but I was going to start with what I think is probably the biggest news of last weekend. All right. Boop, 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 boop. All right. Amanda Nunez has retired. Yeah, dude. I fucking saw that one coming. What do you think she's going to do? Not fight? Um, she'll probably, I don't know. Here's the deal. I told you bet on, you bet on the Bet on the underdog too. did not work out. But but it went to decision. For sure. And Nunez has already lost to Julia Pena before. Okay. So she got her ass kicked, and that was the next fight. Oh. So I I think. She knew she was losing a step. She didn't want to lose to Pena again. Yeah. Right? Because there's a video going around right now of Juliana Pena, and she's like, of course she's retiring. She's sitting front row at UFC, whatever the number was last weekend. Mm-hmm. And there, she's, like, mic'd up, and there, she's like, of course she's fucking retiring. Yeah. Of course she is, because she was next. Right. And she's the only person to beat her in the UFC. Um and I, you know, it, it was going downhill. She hasn't been as dominant as since she came back. And uh, I don't know. I kind of felt like, yeah, if this, if she loses again, or if like it goes to a decision, which it did, sure. you know, she doesn't dominate. She's gonna step away. Which is, I mean, I guess that's what a good fighter would do, right? Why, why would you go out getting your ass kicked, right? You know. Yeah. 
Donald Cerrone probably waited a little too long. You know, one of the baddest mofos in the world gets knocked out by Connor in like 30 seconds. For sure. For sure. Doesn't, you know, so. Yeah, you don't want to end up know. like George Foreman or Evander Holyfield, right. you know. Right. Fucking struggling to talk because you got hit in the head 300 times too many. Yeah. So, I don't know, dude. It'll be it'll be interesting to see who's next in the women's division because there's always one that's going to dominate for about a year, year and a half, two years, and then some bad bitch comes in and says, "What's up? I'm next, motherfuckers." Absolutely. That's why I love the UFC. Keep betting the underdogs. You have to in those ladies' fights. Bet the dogs. It'll pay All off. The time. It, you'll you'll win so much money. I did not, Good. but no. <laughs> But if you would have taken, I mean, even if you would have taken that to go to a decision. Right. Yeah. That, that would have been, been, plus, been plus money. For sure. hundred percent. I wouldn't doubt that. No doubt about it. Um, I mean, the two finals wrapped up in very anticlimactic fashion. You know. How many goals Vegas score? Jeez Louise, dude. 732. How about us just like stroking Tampa Bay or excuse me, Florida, the Panthers. We're just like best hockey team of all time. And then the Golden Knights were like, hey, check this shit out. Goal. Goal. I mean, way to put it away, dude. Like, yeah. Here's another like shout out Minnesota sports. I saw a picture of a guy holding a sign at the Knights game that says, we've waited six long years for this. What a dickhead. (laughs) They've been a fucking franchise for six years. Yeah. I mean, they made the finals their first year. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, all the fucking heat up here is just about how the expansion rules have changed so dramatically now. Since the wild expanded? That was like the last time where they were still like, pretty fucking punitive like it was gonna be a battle no yeah. matter what when you were expanding in the past and now it's like you can protect one or two people and they can take anybody from I mean, you know it's not anybody but you, they can take they have a lot better options clearly they made the stanley cup finals their first year right and six years into their run they've won a title you know right. to me that's not an excuse for the wild it sucks Add it to the fucking list of Minnesota sports misery for sure. Yep. But we've been around a while. You got to fucking figure it out. Figure it out at some point between then Absolutely. and now, right? You cannot use that as an excuse anymore. I'm tired of hearing it. It's like, yo, yeah. Did you win one in five years? No, but you've had what fucking twenty five, right? Twenty, however long it's fucking been. Figure it out, dude. Yeah. I mean, I will say it's probably not. I mean, the guys the Wild had were, I mean, hardly NHLers. You know, like, Darby 100%. Henderson was fucking 42 years old, and he was from Minnesota, and they're like, well, this better be our first pick. You know, like, he was the guy because he was from yeah. Minnesota. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we got I mean, fucking the, dregs and scrubs the, of the fucking now NHL. Now, I, I think you could fact check me here, but I think they get to keep um, top 10. Like, they get to they protect 10 guys. Sure. Which, so like, when you think about it, that, like, when you think about an NHL team, right, you got your your top three, your top two offensive lines, which is six people. Right. Your top 
two defensive lines, which is four, or you're only your four defensive lines, your four right. defensive players, there's 10. So you can't protect your goalie. Right. Right. So you're, you're giving up a legitimate stud on your team if you're good. Right. Like most teams have solid, the ones in the playoffs have two to three solid lines, and even their fourth right. is a threat. Right. So. Oof. Yeah, you're pulling some. I mean, somebody's got a good good goalie, right? Like they did at the time. Mark Andre Fleury yeah, was still pretty solid. Walked Fleury. Yeah, <laughs> and so, we're like, we're now holding on to him. Like he, oh, he's he's the fucking man. Yeah, Shh. Flower is not, but six years ago, for sure, still pretty good. Uh, remember they got like, uh, yeah, they just had some studs, but you're literally taking second line guys and sometimes first line guys. If the first line guys were older, right? Like that's tough. I mean, that's real tough, but yeah, you're right. And then they've, I mean, they've, they got Jack Eichel now, like they've made some moves to be good. They're all in on being good in Vegas. That's why they're good. Yeah. So, well, I mean, you got to put on a show when you're out there and they fucking are. Yeah. Per right. Ty, I mean, Ty's been to a couple of those games and he said that's, Probably the best pro sporting event he's ever been to, like just atmosphere wise. I don't doubt it, man. I don't doubt it. You're surrounded by people who know what the fuck entertainment is. Yeah. You know, combine it with the greatest like piece of entertainment on the planet in professional right. sports. If you can't like walk away mesmerized by that, yeah. Not what even the counting fuck you doing? the fucking product that you put out. Yeah, yeah what right. are you doing? Right. You're doing something wrong. So they're they they're they're doing it right and they yeah. Shout out to them. Congrats to them. Um, yeah, Florida's fucking Cinderella slipper fell right the fuck off. That goalie could not hold it down for, you know, 20 straight games. He did pretty from standing on his head to literally not being able to yeah, fucking protect the net. To getting pulled. And, yeah, it was – it did look like uh, two teams of just completely different classes. Oh, yeah. So, tough look, tough look. Um, By far. And then, yeah, the Nuggets win the title. And I was, you know, I was rooting for the Heat a little bit just because, I, I, you know, it's hard to root against Jimmy Butler. Yeah. You know, he's just a dog, right? But dog to me, the best was, or the best part of it is, like, when it's all said and done, like, Djokovic or Joker, whatever we want to call him, he like couldn't couldn't have fucking cared less. No, <laughs> he won a title. The videos of him celebrating. He's yeah, like, he's like, nah, like, I don't give a shit about that. And then they're like, hey, we got a parade on Thursday. I want to fucking go home, man. Like, I want to see my that's, horses. <laughs> that's why I said what I said. Like Ty sent, I think maybe that video or another video or something to the group. I know it was about that, and I was like, they'll never win another one. Because he hated it so much. Like he, and then in the interview, he's like, every man hates their job. He literally said that. Like he doesn't <laughs> like playing fucking basketball. He just knows how good he is. Yeah. And that he has to, to take care of himself forever, which is great. But like it is, it was unfucking real to watch. I've never seen a professional athlete in my life. And I get like to, to, People from other countries, like the NBA, like 
NBA championships, World Series, that kind of shit doesn't mean anything to them. Like, they rather win something for their country. Like, their patriotism is way higher in, in sure. that stuff than ours, right? Like, Absolutely. America can give a fuck about the Olympics because we're probably taking gold and everything, right? But, like, that's their goal is to beat America. Yeah. So, just to watch him literally be like, like, and they, he shook everybody on the Heat's hand, which was cool. I thought, like, everybody, yep. but... Then again, like not giving a fuck, he's like, well, I'm going to tell everybody on their team, good job. Well, everybody else is celebrating. Then he, yeah, the video of him in the locker room with the goggles on his head and he takes that bottle of champagne. He's like, just like nonchalantly, <laughs> like, like when you like are, I mean, look it up if you're listening to us, but it was hilarious. Like, and then, yeah, he literally in the press conference, he said something about how every man hates their job. Nobody wants to work. That's hilarious. And he's, he's like, I'm no different. And it's like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. And then, but then when the, they're like, are you excited for the parade? And he goes, we have a parade. And then like the When's PR the person's like, yeah, Thursday. And he goes, no, no <laughs> I need to go home. I need to go yeah. home. <laughs> oh, it's, so yeah, he could give a fuck. It's hilarious to me. Cause it's like, dude, like, you know, it takes a lot to be as good as he is. He is not, he's not 12 feet tall, right? No. He, he's really good because he's, he's put in a lot of work in his life to get to that level. It's, there's a lot of hard work and dedication that got him to be as fucking skilled and as gifted as he is at that, he he's he's not the tallest guy in the league. He's not the fastest. He doesn't jump the highest. None of that shit. He's just he's he's just like this force that you cannot stop because he's determined. And so you'd think that there would be, you know, you've reached the mountaintop, <laughs> and you're like you're now the pinnacle, and everybody is like man, this guy is a fucking beast. And, like, you'd think there would be some, like, fuck yeah, like, I did it. I'm so proud of, like. Not for Joker. It all paid off. And he's just like, nah. want to see my horses. <laughs> yeah. It's just cool. He's big, big horse racing guy. But, yeah, dude, that chariot was racing. fucking hilarious. <laughs> chariot racing. So he can sit in the chariot and have the horses pull him. Is that what it is? It's chariot racing? Oh, I didn't know. I just thought it was just, like, regular-ass horse racing. Well, I think he's got regular horses, but then, like, there's videos of him, like, in the fucking seat, just, like, riding around. You know, obviously, he had to have worked, but there are people throughout the history of time that are just significantly better at shit than other people that don't have to work hard. And they do make it far in life into those levels. And I'm starting to think that he is that guy. Like, I think, like, if you took, like, some of those freak, like, work ethics, like they talk about, like, you know, like Dirk or Kobe or some of those guys, like, how much work. Yeah. Even, like, you know, like a normal professional athlete, how much time they spend on their body alone. Yeah. How much better could that guy fucking be? Yeah. But I think he's, like... Whatever. I could give a fuck. Like he the guy was a second round draft pick, almost like the last pick in the draft his year out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two time MVP, uh, MVP of the finals now, finals champion. 
and he could give a fuck. Yeah. Well, I mean, who he can, just wants to go back to Serbia? Who can forget the iconic moment on TV when he was drafted of a Taco Bell chalupa being grilled? Right. They didn't even televise him getting picked. No, it was a commercial. A Taco Bell commercial. Yeah, it just literally <laughs> popped up. Boom. <laughs> and yeah, like I, I, I think he. I get what you're saying. I don't think he's that guy. I think he does work. I think he's one of those guys that will work hard at what he's doing. But as soon as it's over, he wants, like, he's got that, he's just got, like, a work ethic to him where he's going to he's gonna put in the fucking work and, and, and try and get better. Just like he's going he's gonna to brush his horses. He's going to feed, you know, he's going go yeah. to go back to the farm and he's going to wake up in the morning. He's going to go take up care of his animals, right? Yeah. He's that guy. And as soon as it was over, he's like, all right, th- it's done for now. I'll be back. Right. I got to go though. <laughs> right. Like right. I want to go do my next thing. Right. Like it, yeah, that was, I couldn't stop laughing when I'm seeing these like clips and like watching this press conference. No, I got to, I need to go home. I need to go home. I just love it, dude. I, I honestly, I don't want to do it for it. Fuck if he Denver. falls off now, if he falls off, I would be like, I get it. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't want to play till June anymore. Well, what I would see him doing is, I don't know when he gets the supermax, but he's gonna get. Uh, he's got to be soon. If he hasn't got it already, because I think like after your rookie, you get like, you get another one for like four years, and that's not a like, max. And then they have the supermax. Once he gets the supermax, and those next five years are secured at like. 400 million whenever that whatever it's going to be at that point then you're going to see him like balloon in weight right like he'll probably just get hurt right around the playoffs and say his back hurts <laughs> or his knees hurt because he's you know tall yeah 100 but it's just hilarious dude i mean i just i just can't get over how fucking funny it is absolutely absolutely um speaking of the the fucking denver nuggets Stan Kroenke owns the Denver Nuggets, right? He owns the Nuggets, the Mammoth, which is a little cross team, the Avalanche, and the LA Rams. So, billionaire's billionaire. All right, that's what they do. Yep. Um, he's also had a hell of a run here in professional sports. Yeah. So, he's won them all within the last two fucking years. <laughs> what is it in two years? Yeah, the Rams was the first one, so that was not this Super Bowl, but the Super Bowl prior. Okay, in last February, and then the then the Avs won it that summer, and he went back to back, and then the Mammoth won it in the summer, like their summer league, probably in the fall, Mm -hmm. and then now the Nuggets right now in the next season. So literally every season outside of Nuggets last year, and obviously the Avs, but it's just been back to back to back. And he owns, um, I don't know what league it is, but uh, the Arsenal soccer team. I did know that too. Yeah, says he's only. They're worth, in the Premier League, I think. Says he's only worth twelve point nine billion. I'm calling bullshit because he sells his fucking pro sports teams, and there's probably fucking thirty billion. I mean, well, he, yeah. I bet the Rams are a ten billion dollar franchise with that. I mean, let's be real, right? With, with that the stadium, stadium for sure. Yeah. They're a $10 billion franchise, and they're in fucking L.A. Yep. So 
maybe even that number goes up. Avalanche. I don't know where basketball teams are at. Avalanche is probably oh. one at least. Yeah, but I mean, at, at that level, the high. I mean, the Avs have been good since they came into the league for sure. So, like that, that's probably a three billion dollars. So we're let's say we're at thirteen. Mm. I'd then, say the Nuggets are three. I was going to say the Nuggets are probably four to five, and then the Mammoth are probably worth a hundred thousand dollars. I have no idea what a lacrosse right. team is worth. But the Arsenal, that's got to be another couple billion. That's probably more than all of them. Right. So you're looking at at least that much in sports franchises. And then he's also a real estate mogul. mogul. And it says he's self-made. And I just want to call bullshit on that. Uh, any idea who he's married to? No. A Walton. Oh, so he's in on Walmart of too. Walmart money. <laughs> yeah. So... Mm, I bet that relationship's got a combined net worth of hundred billion. Yeah, easy. So uh, that yeah, guy's big too. Living the fucking dream here these last couple of years. Well, really, probably his whole life. If we're being honest. Yeah. So good call. Let's see. Oh, here it is. Yeah, Stan Kroenke and his <laughs> and his teams. This came out uh, a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. And his twelve point eight billion dollars sports empires. That's what the total valuation of his sports teams are worth. Is twelve point eight billion. Okay. Okay. Which so, I I think is a little low. You know, like if you were to sell the L.A. Rams, like you were mentioning, right? It's L.A. They got the stadium. They just won a title. There's no way that's that's not selling for less than seven. Yeah. So roughly, I would say. Looking at this this pie graph here, um, I would put like probably fifty five percent, maybe sixty percent, is the Rams. Sure, and then maybe I would say twenty is the Nuggets, twenty is the Arsenal, and the rest is broke up between the Colorado Rapids, which I don't even know what that is, the Avs, I think lacrosse, the, soccer, the Guard. The Colorado Mammoth and Altitude Sports. Okay. So he owns a lot of shit, dude. Yep. Yep. Got two kids. He yeah. lives in Electra, Texas. Sure. He also, here's one for you. Yes. Founded the Los Angeles Gorillas. Oh. So the in the COD League, CDL. Yeah. I like that. Good for you, Stan. Stan's hip. He's cool. He says cap, no cap, or whatever the fuck. He probably says or whatever bet, the fuck he wants. Bet and cap, whatever that slang is. Yeah, exactly. He says whatever he wants and does what he wants. God. Oh, fucking Stan Cronky. Weird name. What a life. A weird name too, Cronky. It is a. It is a. Speaking of Kronk, we'll get, let's let's get there. We're okay, gonna get there. If we're I'm, gonna get there, I've I got an order. To... All right. Okay. We are, and we're doing this now, right? Are we doing this? Yep. Is this happening now? We're jumping into football. It's yep. Right around okay. the corner. Okay. Yep. So the first things we're gonna start with here are we'll go with some some light stuff, some stuff to get us like juice, Jack, okay. excited. 
right out of the gate, we're going Netflix and their new quarterback show dropping July 12th. Can't wait. Featuring Pat Mahomes, a.k.a. Kermit the Frog. Kirk Cousins, a.k.a. Dad. And then what's the other dude's name? Marcus Marcus Mariota. So that'll be – I love that they took three dudes who couldn't be at, like, different spots or couldn't be further apart on the spectrum of being a quarterback in the NFL. For sure. Mariota getting his chance last year to kind of come back as a starter, see what he can do. Kirk on the verge of, like, is he good? Is he shitty? Whatever. And then, obviously, we all know what the fuck Pat Mahomes is, right? Yeah, like the greatest quarterback in the league. Yeah, like – what a wild spectrum. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm juiced. Uh, the As we're recording this on Wednesday, the, uh, the trailer. trailer got released. Here's what I fucking hate. I'm going to say it right now, and I'm going to put it on record because yes. we're Vikings fans. Yes. You watch the trailer. Kirko takes little Kirko upstairs to read him a bedtime story. Mm-hmm. Bedtime story is apparently about why the NFL protects quarterbacks so much. Kirko says, your quarterback gets hurt, your season's over. Yeah. Why the fuck did they make him say that? Yep. Why did Netflix do that? I would agree with that. I hated that. Uh, probably of all the guys. Yeah. Does Pat? Does Patrick have kids? Two of them. Some dumbass okay. names, too, because it, it – <laughs> yeah. Shitting on kids. Um well, no, I'm shitting on his parents. Their kids, his parents. Okay, Pat yeah, yeah, yeah. Old horse mouth, Brittany. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's there's a couple clips of her. Still don't like her. And you know what? Like in the Top trailer, five horse people. Yeah, in the trailer that I like, I came across or came out of like watching that trailer. Uh, with my opinion of Patrick Mahomes, like down a notch or two. Did you? Yeah, like he came across very like, yeah, I know I'm that good. And I don't know, like something about it just rubbed me the wrong way. Something about, yeah, something just rubbed me the wrong way about it. I get it. I He's get it. good. You talk, you, you walk that walk, you talk that yeah. talk, like you've earned it. I get that. I don't know. It was just a little odd. It was a little Here's odd. Here's the deal. If I was, if, masses of people were talking about you or I or this podcast as the best in the world. Yeah. I'd have a real hard time not carrying that on my shoulder and like puffing out my chest a little extra. Right. Like when we started talking, like we talked about it. So I know what the clip you're talking about. It's where he scrambles to the sideline. He's like falling down. He flips it to Clyde Edwards Hilaire for a touchdown. Yep. And he's standing over two Buccaneers. He goes, I'm fucking him or I'm like that or something like that. Yeah. Or like I'm that guy. Something like that. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, damn, dude, you are for sure. You are. And I also think like he is, I know people, I, there's a lot of people that don't like him. But there's only so many quarterbacks through the history of time that they can really say, like, transcended the game. Fran Tarkenton won, right? Like, he invented scrambling. But Pat Mahomes, arm talent, he is that guy. He is another – I mean, people want – I mean, kids are going to camps now to learn how to throw off balance, to make these stupid-ass throws like this. Uh, it's just – I know. 
Yeah, I know. I, I, I love. I love. I. I love when people are confident in themselves, and I think like the clip, especially in a game situation, we're all shit talkers. Especially in football, it's the highest testosterone rated sport in the right outside of the UFC, probably. Insane, like no. You know, so it's like you're you're all pumped up, and yeah, it's probably hard to be like, yeah, well, I'm the fucking best, you know. Sure, you can't stop me. No, I no. get it, I get it. It just felt a little, um, it felt a little Aaron Rodgersy. Yeah, you know. But uh, to your point, if I'm 25, 26, however old he is, yeah. and I'm that guy, uh, dude, a hundred percent, I am the biggest cocksucker on the planet i'm well aware sure. of that i yeah. yeah i i'm not that right i i never achieved that level of success at that age so right. uh, i got the the blessing of you know growing up in anonymity and now i'm older and i think like respect is important and blah 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 but yeah you're no i mean you're right i get it and i look I, i'm coming at it from a different point in my life so it's. It was just. It. It didn't make me like hate him. I was just like, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. His kids' names are Sterling and Bronze. So. Oh, I was gonna say I don't hate Sterling. <laughs> bronze is weird. And and Bronze is actually Patrick Mahomes the third, but they're calling him Bronze because he's third. Okay. Which is even okay. dumber. Just call him Junior, man. Yeah. Or three or Trace. Uh, bronze. bronze. So what is there a connection? Just like is there a Sterling connection? No, it's a girl. Her name is Sterling Sky. Okay. So. Yeah. All That's right. what happens when stupid ass white people name their kids, dude. White people are the worst. You know Patrick didn't pick these names, all right? That's Brittany Mahomes. White people name their kids stupid stuff all the time. Yeah. Jackson's probably got some friends you're thinking about right now. You thinking about some dumbass names that some kids have. Mm -hmm. Aren't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't no, white people are the worst, Jeff. It's I I'm Goddamn whites, man. Yeah. We're all, <laughs> we suck. Uh, we ruin things for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he does. He's got some friends that, you know, and that was one of those things. Like when I was naming my kids, it was like, I don't want them to have weird names. It was, that was like my one rule. It can't be weird. And I want him to not get like made fun of. Right. So it was down between toothpaste and Jackson. Yeah, toothpaste. Yeah, no. Like, so there were some there were some weird ones, man. Like, um Yeah, and I, I shouldn't even call them weird because my wife's not out there. Like August was on the list. I didn't love that because like everybody's Sounds pretty call, heavy German. Yeah, Gus. August right? Heinrich, like, that's everybody's gonna uh, call he probably Gus. wrote about in World War II folklore. Yeah, I think there was I think I like there was an H in there, which I was like, absolutely not. Um, like a Hank or something. It, yeah, she just it, she had some, and I I was pretty set on the the traditionals. You know, Jack. Yeah, I think Jameson was in there. 
strong. You know, like names. I was willing to like, like I did with Jack son, right? Like put a son on the end, like James, Jack, you know, John, you know, something along those, like just very. So Johnson was on your list. I don't know if that was, but like, I would have done that, right? Like I would have done that. But of course, like to illustrate the point of how dumb white people are, we went with two J's. So now we're the family of fucking J's, right? Like all of us have J names, <laughs> yeah. right? Just a bunch of fucking douchebags. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it's just like a family tradition. I mean, you're all J's. I can't wait till you have kids and uh, bring it. And we get to make fun of your kids' names. <laughs> I'm going to name them fucking shithead and Shathid. Here's the we'll thing. We'll just call it Shathid. There's nothing you can do. Right, like I put way too much thought into it of like not wanting them to. This is a great story of not wanting him to get made fun of, right? Yeah. And so then his middle name is after my dad, right? Because right. my middle name is after my dad's dad, and it's hopefully a tradition that gets like passed down. And so I had texted like a bunch of people, you know, hey, you know, welcome Jackson Rodney, blah 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 getting like a bunch of like oh congrats because we didn't tell anybody and i stand by this rule you never tell anybody what you're going to name your kid because everybody's got a problem with some name at some point in their life and they're gonna but that's not your problem correct right so if you want to name your kid you know shathid go for it right like that's your child okay so we didn't tell anybody and, you know, we text that out, and then, like, a guy I worked with was, like, good old Jackrod. Like, just, you know, and I'm like, come on. Like, that, he didn't need to call him Jackrod. And, you know, and then he's like, oh, man. Did you fight that guy in the parking lot? <laughs> no, because he was uh, a superior of mine. But I was just like, fuck, man. I didn't even think, you know, or J-Rod. Like, and I just, I didn't like that. Yeah. So there's nothing you can do. That's my point. Is there's no way to protect against like whatever fear you might have. So yeah, fucking name it whatever you want, dude. Looking forward to Sh- uh, Shathid Senf in five yeah, years. Yeah, probably name some do some rodeo names. Yeah. Colt. 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 Kind of tough. Yeah. Whalen. Cash. Hmm. Jones. Cash money simp. Yeah. Like Straight that. cash money. Straight cash money simp. <laughs> SS. SCMS. Yeah. Love that. Ooh. Love that. Um, so yeah, so looking forward to the QB show, July twelfth. That'll 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 I hit am. at a good time. there's another one coming out. I don't know if anybody has heard about this one yet. Featuring the two thousand six to two thousand nine. Oh. Florida Gators. It's a documentary. So you're going to get names like Tim Tebow, Cam Newton, Percy Harvin, Riley Cooper, Marquise, and Mike Pouncey, Urban Meyer, and of course, Aaron Aaron Hernandez. Gone forever. (laughs) Gone forever. R.I.P. Can't wait for that, to be honest. That will be Uh, wild. I thought that it was going to be bullshit. I mean, people have been kind of calling that for a, for a while. Like we need a 30 for 30. Here's the deal. There was real killers on that team. We know that. Yeah. 
And then there was a guy who put Jesus before everything. Yeah. And they were really fucking good at football. <laughs> and the Pouncy twins are two of the most badass motherfuckers to ever grace a football field. I mean, those are some dudes, right? And I mean, I think it's also badass to be twins and be that fucking good. Both go to the league, right? Like, damn, Riley Cooper kicked out of the league for dropping a hard R at a Kenny Chesney concert, right? Like, can't do that. Uh, I can't wait, dude. The scandal, all that. I mean, I just hope, I hope it's not like a three episode thing. I hope it. I mean, we're talking. That better be Last Dance esque. We're talking three years, like 06 right. to 09. So, like, right. they've apparently just been sitting on this. And, I mean, or they... maybe they're interviewing people later. Obviously, not Aaron Hernandez, but. Yeah, it'd be tough to get inside of the story. Yeah. Oh, well. I don't think we're missing much. But, yeah, getting like. <laughs> You know, interviews with Tebow, Percy Harvin, like that's a fascinating dude. Like, arguably the best football player out of all of them, pound for pound. Like, I think if you talk to all yeah. of them, they would all say he was the best football player on our team. Oh, yeah. Uh, another one is uh, Jackrabbit, uh, Janoris Jenkins. He got kicked off of that team. Oh. And he went and played it. Uh, he's uh, he probably still bouncing around the league. Maybe not, but he got kicked. Off. I mean, think of that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously Cam Newton did as well, but you know for sure. But what do you got to be doing to be getting kicked off? Right. Of that team. Right. Yeah. Like. It, um. It, yeah. I'd also like to see like a documentary on the. Trying to think of the years. I think it was ninety-two to ninety-four. Florida State Seminoles, you know, similar timeline of the fucking Miami Hurricanes or the, you know, the yeah. Clinton Portis, Ken Dorsey, you know, uh, who was the safety? Forgot his name. Yeah. Oh, Sean uh, Taylor? Nope. For, Ed for Reed? The, Ed Reed, right? Like that era of Miami. Like, yeah, Haven't you seen that? No, not a full-on documentary of it. You part two. Gonna have to check that out. Yeah. Gonna have to check yeah. that out. Yeah, it's nuts. I'm just gonna scroll through this list real quick of yeah. guys that I know made to the league off the 2008 okay. team. Percy Harvin, Jeff Demps, Chris Rainey, Joe Hayden, mm -hmm. uh, Carlos Dunlap, mm -hmm. Riley Cooper, Cameron Newton, uh, Tim Tebow. Let's see here. Caleb Sturgis, he was a kicker. Major Wright. Um, let's see. Janoris Jenkins, there he is. There's Jack Rabbit. He got kicked off. Um, yeah, dude, so good. I mean, some of these guys were just studs in their own right and didn't have crap of a NFL career, mm. obviously. Uh, Brandon Antwin. Let's see here. Brandon Spikes. Ooh. Mike and Marquise Pouncey. Jamel yep. Altry. Mike Williamson. Not that Mike Williamson, though. Let's see. 
Yeah, dude. I mean, there's quite a few here, but I thought there'd be more. There was there was very top loaded. Aaron Hernandez. There he is. But still pretty uh loaded. Prattow. Yeah. I mean for a freaking loaded. college team, just name probably fifteen guys. Any college team at fifteen guys go to the league. That's pretty mm-hmm. solid. Absolutely. That's solid. Hundred percent. Yeah, so looking forward to that. That drops. Yeah. August 23rd. Oh, perfect, dude. One week before college football starts. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Let's fucking go. Yeah, it's going to be tough for you to watch it. I I get that. You're going to be like. I'm already thinking in my head, like, when am I going to have time (laughs) to watch it? I could see it. You were like, shit. You're like, that's going to be tough. Yeah, Yeah, our first game is August 25th. (laughs) Like, literally, like, that's right into game planning. So, oh, that's tough. You'll That's get it tough. done. I have faith in you. You'll get it done. Oh, yeah. I think some things will slow down potentially or hopefully. I don't know. Uh, Who not. knows? Or not. Life happens day yeah. by day. <clears throat> yeah. So looking forward to that. So that's kind of a little primer. And then I thought, like, figure as we get into football, let's start low. Okay. Yeah. And I mean low. We're talking D3 football. And before you, like, turn all this off, this is not like, hey, we're going to do a deep dive on the fucking Mayak football conference and the outlook of that or anything like that. It's really – I wanted to let Ben fire off a little here because I saw a clip, and I like Barstool. I think, like, a lot of the shit that they do is really good. They've got, like, good personalities, good talking points. But El Presidente, Dave Portnoy, I, I think it's on like their daily rundown, went off on this rant about how D3 football is the most worthless sport of yeah. all. And like Big Cat, and I forget who the other dude that was on were like, oh, come on, like don't say that. And he's like doubled down on it. And like it was... It was a it was a waste just considering all that goes into it and how hard football is to play. I think I kind of understood what he was trying to say, but I I didn't agree with him. But yeah, so I'm just gonna like see if like let you kind of fire away, yeah, dude. say what you got to say, if anything. Yeah. So first off, I understand what he was trying to say, but he said it poorly and he sounded like an idiot. He was saying that if you play D3 football, you're a psychopath, which is hard to disagree with because a lot of times there's no financial backing, right? There's no scholarships. Most places, some places do give those out. Um, You're just kind of playing because you love the game of football, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So a lot of coaches get their start. Uh, Shout out Matt Wood. Like there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into it. And then I look at like very successful division three teams. And I think if I probably wasn't from the Midwest, I probably wouldn't have this hard of a feeling for it, but Minnesota and Iowa, or excuse me, Minnesota, Wisconsin produce some really good division three teams. Mm-hmm. Um, one just made a significant jump from D three all the way to D one. Mm-hmm. Uh, One of my best friends, Ben Brown, started at St. John's for three years. Preseason All-American once. He would have started at most Division II schools easily. He's a freak. Um, 
I think they're just a lot of times under-recruited kids, uh, probably going to school for something. I think it's probably one of the worst takes Barstool's ever had, to be honest. And then they mm-hmm. just – and the fact that he doubled down. And I think if anybody else said it, like, I hate when people shit on people. Um, there's a clip of – I think it was D'Angelo Williams on, like, Good Morning Football. And there's the one guy on there who did, like, the – remember the Kirk Cousins bit last year? Remember that from Good Morning Football where he's like, we love Kirk Cousins, all this, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew Brandt maybe is his name. Yeah, yeah. He played at Harvard. Yeah. And which is D1 football, right? It's it's F, F, FCS yeah, yeah. or whatever. Um, but uh, D'Angelo Williams was shitting on him because he's like, well, you don't know what it's like. You've never played in the league. And he's just like laughing at him. It's like, well, I still played college football. Like, not everybody is physically gifted, but they're talented enough to find somewhere to play, right? Yeah. So I hate when people shit on people for going to play at a you know at a small school or whatever it is. I think it's I mean being a college athlete is fucking impressive no matter what. Uh, those of us who did it, whether it's for a fucking week or a lifetime, you're top two percent of high school athletes, you know. So yeah. It's, it's, I don't care where you go, what you do, it's something to be proud of. So I just didn't love it. And that probably turned off a lot of their base. Um, there's a lot of Division three football players that are bar stool athletes uh, sure. for their NIL thing. So I don't know. It was very frustrating to see. Um, I know where we're from. There's great D3 football. I would go watch a D3 football game any day of the week. Uh, give me the Tommy Johnnies in the mid 2000s. I'd rather watch that than most D1 games. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to be competitive, they're going to be smash mouth and there's true hatred there. So, yeah, dude, I didn't love it. I'll tell you that much. I kind of leave it at that, but yeah, what a fucking poor take. Yeah. What a poor take. Yeah. I I came I walked away listening to that just kind of saying to myself, here's a guy who just doesn't understand what the differences are in these things. Yeah. Right. And I'm not saying like, I'm not going to say D three football is D one football. No, by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not saying that. And I don't even know how the fuck they got on it. So I, I'm, I can't speak super intelligently on like how he got to that point. All I'll say is like, and I, I, I've thought about this a lot like now, and it's a perspective you gain like later on in life, like how little that fucking number matters in in the grand scheme of playing a college athletics. You know, it was super important for us up here for some stupid reason. But at the same time, like there aren't D2 schools in the South. They're just all D1. But right. they couldn't hang with D2 schools up Correct. here. Up here, right? And I think like a lot of D3 schools up here are could compete with D2 schools. Like they Correct. they have this passion, you know, like up here like look, not a lot of people go f- far outside of where they grew up from. Like in their Correct. life, they might go an hour or two, and that's about it. Like it's a big leap for an eighteen-year-old to go from, let's just say, you know, New Ulm, Minnesota, to go out to, you know, fucking Oregon 
to go to college. Right. Right. For no reason other than, oh, I just want to go to Oregon. Right. right. Like it, most people are going to find a school somewhere close, not too close, but not too far so that they can go home when they need to. Like they, they're, they're stretching that fucking cord, that umbilical right. cord, and like pulling it a little bit further away, a little bit further away until they realize like, yeah, I don't need it anymore. There are always the exceptions that are like, yeah, I'm breaking free and I'm gone. But most right. people stick around. And like up here, like our college landscape is littered with those. And I think it has proven true, like with the D2 argument, that a lot of the D2 schools in this area were Division One programs, just D1 or D1 FCS, AA. whatever you want to call yeah. it, right? Like D1 AA. Like they could compete at that level. I mean, and it, it has been proven out in that the University of Minnesota no longer wants to play NDSU, SDSU. You know, like, they won't play them anymore because they will right. fucking beat them. Right. Like, it's a coin toss, and it's at home almost every time. I don't know. Well, every time. Yeah, every they, time. They don't go to those small schools. They're not going there anymore, right? So it's like... Those guys are talented. Like, you can't tell me they're fucking not. And... The best D3 programs can hang with D2 programs. Like, obviously, the shittiest ones can't, but that rings true in every conference, right? Like, should Rutgers every be level. a D1 football program in the Big Ten? No. Should NDSU? Yes. But it is what it is, right? It's just where they – how they got classified early on and the commitments they made and all it, – it really boils down to, like, was that institution willing to pour a ton of money into it right away? Correct. Right. And up here, like so much of it is exposure. And I don't blame people. Like, what fucking scout from the South wants to come up here and sit in football stands at the end of October and watch football games? Right. None. None. Right. They're just not going to do it. There's enough kids down there that they can recruit from that that's just what they're going to do. So, unless you're a fucking freak, right? Like, oh, yeah. You know, you're just you're not getting pulled down there, so no, it's just not yeah. happening. You know, and so like no. the, the the landscape up here is littered with athletes that, if given the chance, could compete at that level. They just have never got that chance, so they compete at the level that they're at, right? And right. and what's available to them because they're still chasing, man. And like to say, like, oh, you're a psycho for doing it, dude. Like. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll call back to, and I get this is not football, and I know that that path is a little different, and probably and probably a little less likely. But I'm sure you've got stories indoor, know of them. Let's just call back to Brandon Williamson, right. right? He went JUCO, NAIA, whatever it was, baseball gets a scholarship to Texas Christian, gets drafted in the second fucking round, right? Like right. They're chasing that dream, and who knows what happens when you get on the field and you put in, like, because you go to college, dude, you become a man. You like yeah. you start eating right. You start lifting better. You know, you dedicate your life to it because it, it means more to you, and, you know, you have more time in your day to, to chase it, and who knows what can happen. I mean, fucking, I know of guys that played at Gestate, you know, Ryan Hogue got drafted by the Oakland Raiders. Out of state. He was Mr. He was Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. I think he ran like a fucking four two eight forty. Something yep. crazy. Fast as fuck. Right. And I know that there's others up here that 
have gotten a shot, right? So, yeah, that was just it was it was super tone deaf, just saying something that he just doesn't understand. And you know, look like that's their business; they're in the business of clicks, and that's all they care about. And so he'll spin it is yeah, it worked oh, out, yeah. it worked out, yeah. but I didn't. I, it frustrated I, me. No, and it does, and I think you know. Give me the shittiest D1 school and the D3 national champion. That's probably a game, to be honest, in a lot of ways. Um, you know, a couple years ago, Penn, uh, St. John's had a quarterback that transferred in from Penn State. Right? Yeah. Like he kind of saw the writing on the wall. I wasn't going to play. Wanted to go somewhere where football was good. Obviously, he's going to come in and play. That's what transfers do. Uh but, I mean, it's a sweet tradition place, too. And, you know, to your point of, like, you know, working hard, those guys, the guys that are leading you, that's still their livelihood, mm-hmm. right? Like, that is their, literally, their job in 100%. life depends on 18 to 22-year-olds. And then, you know, you look at the last couple of years, Ben Barch, he played tackle at St. John's. He was drafted in the fourth round by the Jags. He started last year. uh on a fucking NFL playoff team. Yeah. Quinn Miners, he is uh he's a guard number 77 for the Broncos. He was a second round pick out of Wisconsin Whitewater. Right. There's fucking B1 Big 10 teams that don't have a fourth rounder or a second rounder in any given year. Yep. You know, and then like you you know to your point, like the order of operations, like it's different in the north because the D NDSU big teams don't want to play them anymore. Correct. You know, they came down here. They played in Tucson opening weekend and lost on a game-winning field goal. A Pac-12 team in Arizona where there's only five college football teams at any level to recruit from, a Pac-12 team, they were hanging with them. Barely beat them. Right. So I don't – I just – I hate that shit. I think it's – and I hate it when it's somebody who is a top five worst athlete of all time. Yeah. Like you look back at like Fat Dave and Skinny Big Cat, you know, like the old days of Barstool and Dave Fortnoy running like a six or seven second 40 yard dash when they did their combine thing. Yeah. Like he loved sports, but he wasn't good at them. For sure. So I don't know. That was that was part of my frustration too. It's just, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of guys that make a lot of money. I mean, Adam Thielen, right? <laughs> How many guys from the NSIC alone are in the league right now? Uh, both the brothers from uh, Spicer, Minnesota on the Lions, uh, mm-hmm. Zilstra's, Shane and Brandon, CJ Ham, uh, obviously Thielen. Uh, there's a, I think it's like Gardecki or something. He plays for the Cardinals. He's a linebacker. He's a captain on the fucking team. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't like that Correct. narrative. I know those are D2 guys, but they're a blink away from being a D, D3 guy Correct. up here. Correct. And Brandon, actually, Brandon Zilstra was. He went, he transferred, he played with your brother for a minute and then he transferred to Concordia. Right. He was a cobber. So, yeah, yeah. It's just the landscape up here for some reason just decided, you know, 70 years ago, University of Minnesota yeah. was going to be the only Division One program, right? And then it was Iowa and Nebraska. That was like all that there was in the Midwest. And everybody else was just, uh, I, we're yeah. D2. Right or D. Wisconsin has no D twos. It's just the University of Wisconsin. Right. I guess they have Marquette, but when it, when it comes to football, then it's all D three schools. Correct. Right. So it's, just, it's a weird. 
deal that they do. Um, but there's talent everywhere. And, you know, to me, chasing your dream and like chasing that does not make you a fucking psychopath. No. Um, yeah. And I'll leave it at that. Amen. I'll leave it at that. All right. Taking it up a notch. And now we're going way up to the top. Just because I think this is a funny story. Uh, Cam Jordan decided to, out of nowhere, just take a shit on Kirk Cousins when talking to kids. Like, yeah. apropos of nothing, right? Like, <laughs> what What did Kirk Cousins ever do to Cam Jordan, right? Beat and, him in the playoffs. That's fair. Um, and has really kind of, like, owned them. Yeah. You know, like, entirely. Like, I, I don't know if Kirk's I ever, looked it up. Okay. I did look it up. Kirk career wise against the Saints, including playoffs, I think is like I think it was either he's at, he actually has a losing record, but he never beat him when he was on the Redskins. Well, but he's yeah, also I was say for the Vikings though. Right, yeah, I think he's two and one. I think he lost in the regular season and beat him twice in the playoffs. Okay. So Yeah. Yeah, super weird. Just talking about like how you got to be quick and make quick decisions and that you can make a bad decision quickly and it turns out right or you could make a wrong decision slowly and we call those Kirk Cousins. Or, or make a right, a right decision a right, slowly. Wrong, a right decision slow, we call the that wrong a Kirk decision, Cousins. And that's a Kirk Cousins. It's like, what yeah. the fuck? And he's talking, it, it's fucked because he's talking to D-linemen too. And there's, you know, I love, I don't love, but I think it's kind of like, oh, we live rent-free in your head. But to pull that out of your ass at that time, he is living rent-free in his head. For sure. You know that they're fucking worried about Kirk Cousins. I don't even do the Vikings play the Saints this year in the regular season. I don't think so. But no. for some reason, that's something that he's ready for. He's aware of. <laughs> like, otherwise, you wouldn't have said that. For sure. Like, There's no reason to say that at a D-line camp to high school kids. It is just out of nowhere. Which is – and. Feel the flame, I guess, a little bit. His dad is in the Ring of Honor for, for the Vikings. Vikings. Yeah, Steve Jordan played tight end for the Vikings. <laughs> I think Cam Jordan's probably a little salty that he's never. I don't know. Maybe you know who knows. I think that's probably a thing most people want to do. Play for the. Not a lot of people are NFL legacies to to boot, but you know you you'd think yeah I'd like to play for the same team my dad did. That's kind of cool. But just to pull that out of his ass like that is like. He, and he said it like three times, and then he gets it to the last time. He's like, we call those Kirk Cousins. It was like, okay. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and it's like, look, I'm not a Kirk, you know, champion. I don't no. think he's the fucking guy. You know, he's not the man. He's not Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. He's not, you know, any of these top tier. But he's also not He's dog not bronze Mahomes either. Yeah, he's not bronze. He's not dog water. He's, I don't know where you would classify him. You know, He's a top 10 NFL quarterback. Okay, top 10. I was going to say, what, like 13 to 8, somewhere in there? Yeah. You could probably make arguments, you know, but he, so he's in the top half of the league, and you're Easy. shitting on him, at, and he just went 13 and 3. Right. Like, I don't know, man. And they bounce between a tight end playing quarterback, Taysom Hill, Andy Dalton, 
and fucking crab legs, Jameis Winston. Yeah. Like they don't even have, and now they have Derek Carr. I get it, but I like Derek Carr. I think he's a good quarterback. He's serviceable, but it's just like. But would you rather have Kirk Cousins or Derek Carr? Derek, I would have rather have Kirk. Kirk Cousins for sure. for sure. But it's just like, yeah, I just don't know why that was a thing that he felt the need to throw out. Like, oh, we call that a we call that a Kirk Cousins. It just doesn't make sense, dude. I guess. And by all, and like, I mean, by all accounts, like Kirk is one of the nicest humans on the planet by far and so like what did what did he do to you you know what i literally just yeah he just beat him (laughs) but it's not it's i've said it before i'll say it again the saints sold their souls to the devils in 2009 Mm -hmm. to win the super bowl and they'll never do it again. And I'll stand by that because luck has shown, you know, the worst blown pass interference call of all time to go to the NFC Championship. Missed it. No, shoot. Sorry about it. Minnesota Miracle. Beef. Yeah. Right? Like uh, Kyle Rudolph, one on one with a safety that's four foot five. Yep. Touched. Like, it's like, you know, what's going on? So I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was absolutely fucking wild myself. If I'm being honest, I I couldn't. So bizarre. I couldn't believe it. So bizarre. Um, staying on Kirk. All right, and we just talked about like you know the the fucking Netflix thing. Now we're talking about Cam Jordan. So he had a press conference today, and I didn't like tell you about this. I don't know if you saw this. I doubt you would because it was just a local local press conference after their first what OTA, whatever you want to call yep. it. And, you know, they're talking about, you know, how things are going and what they're doing and trying to build a team. Well, they decided the last day of OTAs, this is all Kirk's idea, was to have Jersey Day. Where everybody shows up in a jersey. Yeah. And now I'm like, like, I'm trying to like be pro Kirk Cousins. And now this guy's out here trying to bring jerseys back for adult men. Yeah. And I don't know how to take that. We'll say in a team setting, it's fun. But I was head coach on Thursdays, you know, because we do walkthrough. Everybody does different stuff. We did Jersey Thursday. And they had fun. And they would wear different jerseys. And I'd pull out some old ones. Um, but, yeah, man, I don't know. I, I didn't know that. I, I know that that. You know, I'm in agreement with you now as a full frontal lobe adult. Mm-hmm. I don't like the jersey move by an adult. Is there a uh, loophole potentially in that they are professional athletes? That is their work uniform, so they may be supporting their friends. You know, maybe. I mean, that's kind of, and that's probably true too, because we've talked about it before. Like, you know. You, if Justin was in the league, right, you would wear his jersey. And you've always said, well, that's different. That's my brother, right? Mm-hmm. If Brandon TC would have made it to the league, you probably would have had a Brandon TC jersey. And that's just a friend. I know it's a close friend, yeah. but realistically, all those guys are friends, different college teammates, you know, yep. pro teammates at different stops, whatever people they've met. Yeah, it's it's a hard thing, dude. It's a hard thing to to wrap your brain around. Yeah, and it, it, is the Jersey game different if you know the person? Right. 
Therein lies the question. So guess what? Guess what Kirk wore? I have no idea. Was it was it a football jersey? No. Basketball? Yes. Did he wear an ant jersey? No. Oh. Probably I have no idea. I'll give you two guesses. Just current current or former? Former. Jordan? Nope. Kobe. No. I don't know then. Alan fucking Iverson. That's kind of dope. Which one was it? <laughs> uh, I he was where I think he said he wore a Sixers jersey, but he made comments on how like there was a couple other Iverson jerseys uh, from Sixers, Georgetown, and then Nuggets. Yeah, he was like I forgot. Nuggets Iverson for Nuggets. jersey would be kind of dope <laughs> to be honest. So yeah, I mean, like, so that's weird. Like, he doesn't. Maybe he knows who Allen. Like, maybe he knows Allen Iverson. Obviously, he knows who he is. But are they friends? Probably not. <laughs> that's true. I will tell you this right now. I think everybody's probably got one jersey that they wish they could have. Maybe you don't. If I could ever find a Cincinnati Reds sleeveless junior Ken Griffey. Yeah. Jersey. I would wear the fuck out of that thing. That is, those were dope, dude. Right? Like looking back on, on childhood, those sleeveless jerseys, I thought those were sweet. So yeah, it'd be hard. It'd be hard to not rock that thing. That ushered in a trend of sleeveless jerseys. I think the reds were like the first ones to do it. I remember the rays had some sweet sleeveless jerseys too. Carl Crawford shout out. I mean, um, fucking Fairmont Legion had them. Fuck yeah, dude. They didn't when I played Legion ball. I had fucking Legion jersey that was older than you. Didn't even <laughs> fit my fat ass. <laughs> oof, 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 oof. Um, so, yeah, my, my brain's in a pretzel over this jersey issue and Kirk Cousins and trying to like him, but neither here nor there. Now we're going to get into some dad shit. And some bad shit. Yeah, some bad dad shit. So I'm just going to let uh-huh. you kind of like run with this. Fire away. Did you watch? Okay. Did you watch Coach JB's pod on Monday morning by chance? I saw some clips. Okay. Yes. Um, I don't know who the guy was on. I got to figure it out. But he was an NFL vet that JB brought in on the panel and he does like a recruiting thing. It sounded kind of very similar to what Ross Holly does, but for football guys and he's, you know, he talks about how he doesn't charge and he teaches all the parents, the bullshit. Right. So it sounded when he was talking, it sounded very similar to what Ross does, but just tailored to football, which is cool. Um, because this guy, apparently baby Gronk's dad, he apparently, charges he has 200 kids he manages and then they're like well what do you do to manage them he's like i teach their parents how to use instagram it's like okay shout out youtube um but i just dude i i here's the thing i didn't know that i i being here now and coaching here now has really changed not changed my perspective on it but i see it and and i feel bad for the kids so there's a kid at a high school here, and I I, I don't want to name names because I don't want to. Yep. I'll tell you later. But yeah, no, he he is 
he's going into the ninth grade and he's playing quarterback at a high school all year. And he committed to the high school. That was the first time I, I ever came to my attention. I saw it on Twitter that he committed to high school. And granted, like I've told you and everybody that knows me well, like it's different out here. Like we have to like recruit kids in our district to come to our school. Sure. Like that's just how it is. But it, I've never seen an eighth grader commit to a high school going into freshman year. Right. That was new to me. And then I've had the chance to see him at a couple seven on sevens and on Twitter, they act like this kid who's still an eighth grader. He's going to be a ninth grader in the fall is the next fucking Joe Montana. And I've watched him and he's an eighth grader. Like, yeah. He throws the football like a fucking eighth grader. Yeah. And I feel bad for him because everybody yep. is like, he's the hero. They wrote an article about him and he got interviewed and he was like, Oh, so I feel bad for these kids because they're hyped. And then, they don't grow or whatever happens. You know, we all played with, we all played with a kid that dominated junior high sports. I'm sure you can think of somebody and then you got to high school and they sucked. Yeah. Right. Um, Cause some people grow faster than others for sure. So then you get to this fucking baby Gronk kid. And I don't love that. I've heard from college coaches and I've seen on Twitter, like they literally just show up on campus and they're like, Hey, can we take pictures and shit? Which I always told, I've always told kids when I've coached them, especially back home where they're like, Oh, so-and-so went to the university of Minnesota and they were taking pictures. They're getting recruited by the Gophers. I was like, that doesn't mean you're getting fucking recruited. You can go to any of these days and you can put a helmet on and take a picture. They'll Mm -hmm. let you go do it. And then you can tell everybody you're getting recruited. Yep. But this is a fucking 10-year-old, okay? That's where I draw the line. And then he said he has an offer from the University of Arizona, which Gronk, baby Gronk, makes sense. So they asked him about the offer. The dad couldn't remember the tight end coach's name. And then he said they did it for publicity. And then this guy lost his mind. He's like, so you're telling me that a Pac-12 school needed a 10-year-old for publicity? He's like, now I fucking heard it all. And the guy just kept going. He kept digging himself in a hole. And he's such a fucking loser. And so then I dug up some articles. And he is. He is the quintessential. I blew my knee out. Otherwise, I would have been in the league. 10,000%. There's an article that is almost verbatim what the line says. He was on his way to the NFL. And then he got hurt. Fucking me too, pal. Uh, Mm -hmm. Except for not. And then he's like a five foot eleven guy, and his wife's five four, and they're parading this fat little fucking <laughs> ten year old around, like he's the next anything, and he's not. And I, I honestly, I feel bad. I just feel bad for the kid because this kid is has a fucked mind already. There's a video out there of the dad saying, "Oh, I broke his mind when he was five years old." That's fucked up to do. Mm-hmm. That's that's why. That's why kids quit playing sports or whatever. That is fucked to do. And he said that this last one that came out, there was like all these, they were on a podcast and then the guy would ask the question and then the dad would be like, hold up. And then he'd tell him what to say and be like, ask it again. Yeah. And they're like, baby Gronk, are you him? And he's like, tell him, have you seen my Instagram? Then they do it and they'd be like, have you seen my Instagram? And, mm-hmm. He's a 10-year-old kid. 
And so, like, really, I mean, Jack is, he's coming to that age. Could you imagine that being your life? Parade and Jack around on the internet? No. And you know why not? Because you played sports. And you realistically understand. Right. That guy was a fucking JV wannabe, a Thursday All-American. And now he's living through his kid. Talks about how he programs him. He's got this 10-year-old eating salmon and brown rice every day. What the fuck are we doing? Yeah. And it's only going to get worse. Yep. Like, that's the worst part. Because some other 32-year-old without a fucking frontal lobe dad is going to do the same shit. Mm -hmm. And we're going to keep seeing it. Mm -hmm. But I love the people that are standing up and talking shit to him, dude. I, I hate it. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. That guy is a loser. That kid is going to struggle for JV reps and he's going to be a nobody because he's going to be five foot seven. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just calling it how it is. Yeah. You know, dad's five, nine and mom's five, four. I don't know how genetics work, but yeah, I'm guessing he's not going to be seven, two. Yeah. Doubtful. Doubtful. I, uh, first off, Right, like this guy is everything that's wrong with fucking youth sports. Ten thousand percent. Everything. All the all the parents on the sidelines screaming and shouting, right, because they need clips to put their kid on Instagram, right? This guy is pimping his son. Like he's he is everything that is wrong with youth youth sports. Not only is he damaging his kid, which I'll get into. But he is making all these other parents feel like, holy shit, I'm not doing what I need to do for my kid. And and that is all like parlayed on the fact that there's some people out there who are like buying into it. They're not buying into it, but they're utilizing him and this stupid fucking message to, to also get clicks, right? They're just, they're all a bunch of clout chasing cunts, right? And, 10, you know, like, fuck that guy and everything that he is about. You're 100% right. I Look, I hope that that kid does have success. I really do. Like, I, I hope he's good. I hope he's good enough to continue on and keep trying. I don't want to wish ill on that child. 100%. You're very accurate in that most children who are larger at 10 to 12 years old have stopped growing, mm-hmm. right? Like every team I was on growing up, I was one of the littlest, a lot of us that ended up being the fucking guys in high school yeah. and then on into playing college. We didn't grow until we were freshmen, sophomores in high school. Cause that's the way it works when you're taller. You don't, you're not seven foot two when you're fucking 10. No. Right, like we all grow through go through these growth spurts. Michael Jordan didn't make the fucking JV basketball team. It wasn't because he sucked, folks. It's because he was five ten, and then he fucking sprouted eight inches one summer. Holy shit! Tough to keep that dude off the team. That's the way genetics and men work. It's the right. way it fucking works. I hope he's, I hope he is not does not fall into that. But it's really unlikely that he's not going to fall into that trap. Just absolutely, it's unlikely, and yeah, I mean, fuck, fuck the people who are putting him on these shows, and I know like some of them are trying, are like essentially doing it to theoretically expose him, and you know, 
so to that podcast that had them on and was like publishing those clips of them asking the questions and then the dad saying, hey, no, 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 say this. All right, ask it again, right? Like, I truly hope that that was like their intention was to expose this bitch for who the fuck 10, he is. 10,000%. Tack it all on. Dude, you're a fucking dad. Right. Like your only job is to not fuck your kid up. Oops. You're, you are fucking this kid up more than you will ever realize. He He's going to be entitled. Like, dude, name me one, like, childhood star that, like, it went well. None. None. Not one. Like, I can't think of one. And that's what that guy even said when I watched him on the Coach JB show on Monday. He was like, you know, when we were the kids with Mickey Mouse House, and then he's like, you know, but now it's all Instagram and TikTok and shit. It's like, those people were fucked up too. Yeah. I like, think if you exploit your fucking child like that for financial gain, right? And everybody's like, oh, what about Tiger Woods? Tiger Woods was on a fucking talk show one time. I, right? I was like... Yeah, I mean, like, I was going to, like, say, all right, like, so let's go devil's advocate here. What about, you know, Tiger Woods or the Williams sisters? I Yeah, I get it. And sometimes that it's like, yeah, okay, it, it does pan out. Also, they play very individualized sports. Sure. Anybody... And I mean anybody could be good at golf if you practice enough. Any shape, height, size, whatever. If you dedicated yourself to the game of golf, you would be a very good golfer. It is repetition-based, right? Anybody can. Tennis, I feel like fairly much the same way. You dedicate yourself to the game of tennis, you're going to be a good tennis player. Football ain't that. Right. Football ain't no. that. You can be a good football player and be five foot two. But at the high school level. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like there's some, you know, some towns have that small little fucking middle linebacker who just fucking chews your ankle off. Stud. Right. Yeah. Really good at high school. For sure. They they don't usually go on to be anything. They don't play college sports. That's what we're looking at. Mm -hmm. And he's going to wonder, why the fuck didn't I go D1? Why didn't I go to the NFL? My yeah. dad told me all the time I'm going to the NFL. Right. Then they talked about baseball. And he's like, yeah, sometimes I think we should focus on baseball because baseball pays well. There it is. You said it. You're looking at your kid for a meal ticket, mm -hmm. and he's 10 years old. You're right. putting – what a fucking burden. The kid doesn't understand it yet. No. But when he's 19, he's going to get it. No. And he's probably never – And I'm sorry. I, I wouldn't talk to my dad again when I woke up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, you ruined my life. I didn't have a childhood. Right. Yeah, you're you're you are putting him in these positions without his fucking consent. Right. You know what I mean? And that's what's like the worst part about it is you're doing this to your like this this is not the kid's choice. The kid did not sign up for Instagram. The kid is not accepting interviews to be on podcasts. You're doing all this. You're putting Correct. him in this position and you're Whatever happens, you're doing it to him without his buy-in. You know, he thinks it's cool now because he's fucking 10 and he doesn't know any better and he just wants to hang out with his fucking dad. 
But when right. he's 20 years old or 25, and man, like high school was rough. And like that was the best time in his life. And it's all gone downhill. He's going to need years of therapy to get over that shit. No, he'd be an alcoholic and a drug addict like everybody else. Most likely. Most likely. I mean, it's shitty, right? But, I mean, yep. I don't know, dude. Yeah, I get Sucks. very fired up on it. I don't. I just feel, I, I like I said, at the end of the day, I feel bad for the kid. 100%. 100%. Let me ask you this. What would be worse, having that dad or having a dad who faked his own death yeah, and then flies into his funeral on a helicopter to prove a point to his kids that they need to spend more time with him. What's worse? Honestly, probably having that dad, the first dad. Think so? I mean, if, you're, if your dead dad's flying back on a heli, I mean, I don't know. I mean... At the end of the day, I get what you're saying, and that's a fucked story. And I hope <laughs> so, people will look it up because like, that is insane. It's that wild. Is insane. Dude, we are we are when this comes out, we're two days away from Father's Day, where we're supposed to be celebrating dads. And we've got two of the wildest stories about dads being fucking of time. idiots of all time coming out this week. What in the fuck is going on, dude? Like you're a you're a dad. You're a man. Right. You got problems. You shut the fuck up, and you force it down, and you drink a beer. Right. Like you yeah. don't fake your own fucking death. That's just life, yeah. right? Like maybe grab your kids and be like, "Hey, let's go. Let's go for a round of golf." You you know you you pay for a vacation to get them. Like look, like kids don't want to spend time with their parents. I get it. Like. You don't fake your death to prove a fucking point, though. No. Right? Like, what a fucking cocksucker. Yeah. That shit's I, fucked. I hope that that was staged. I hope everyone was fucking in on it. Because if that is 100%, if that's real life. Looks pretty real. Like, I, hey, you wanted to spend more time with me? That's tough. Go fuck yourself. Because you're fucking dead to me now. Yeah. You died, remember? Yeah. I remember you dying. I Brick started grieving. So, yeah, I mean, bye. As somebody who's lost a parent, how fucked? You know I those mean, kind bad. of emotions. Yeah, we can't even. Like, I can't even go down that road. But like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that is the most fucked thing in the world. Correct. Correct. Like, <laughs> you know, my dad would never have done that. Right, like no, fuck no, would, like, never. <laughs> but I mean, like you, you, you understand those emotions, is what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's why, like, if that was real, and like my dad just like walked into fucking Grace Lutheran as we're all sitting there, <laughs> like, dude, I am, I am swinging on people, like out of on just him. rage, right? Like I'm gonna rip out a fucking church pew and start beating people to fucking death. I'm like somebody's dying today. God damn it! And I like, think it's probably the dad that faked his death. Right? Like fuck I'm this shit. Honest. Holy shit! I would have lost my goddamn mind. It, it, as you should. It's not something you do to people. Do you think it was like the stepbrother scene? What are you doing? I'm burying you. <laughs> Correct. 
correct. I just wanted to prove a point. It's too yeah. bad. Your yeah. fucking run is over. You go to sleep oh. now. Shout out good dads and bad dads. Oh, oh. Christ on crutches. That's yeah. tough. That's yeah. a tough look. Yeah. Shout out the internet for bringing this all to us. Best dad in the galaxy. You don't get to wear shirts like that when you act like like those two fucking cocksuckers. World's best boss. All right, we're going to end football. Yeah. Wait, man, let's let's wrap football quick. We are an hour 50 into this fucker. <laughs> we haven't even touched on the U.S. Open yet. Uh, Vikings, where are you at? Released uh, Alvin Cook. Rumors of trading Daniil Hunter. Hope so. Do you think that they're gonna? Do you think they're gonna be competitive this year, or do you think that they are strategically kind of trying to accelerate a rebuild? I think it's a. They've said it forever. It is a uh, competitive rebuild. You know, I, people also forget they signed Marcus Davenport away from the Saints. Right, we have we have a DN, other guys that can fill in. That's uh, why Cam gonna Jordan's be, upset. Right, you know that's probably that's probably it right there. Uh, no, but there's probably I mean there will be guys that hit the market in camp. Veterans will get cut. I have a lack of concern. There's a lot of guys that can come in and play a year. Right, okay. so uh, no, I'm not concerned at all. You have the best wide receiver in the world for sure. So for sure, uh, you have a top four tight end in the world. Okay. Have a top five left tackle in the world. Yeah, dude, I'm cool. I'm okay. chilling. All right, you're, st- you're still positive. Positive yeah. vibes for you for the Vikings. Colders twenty three twenty four. All right, all right. Love hearing that. All right, let's see, let's get into the U.S. Open so that we can get to our our bet for the week, which is a little different than what we've normally done. Uh, it's U.S. Open week, baby. It's one it of my is. favorite weeks of the year, it, dude. Every major is one of my favorite weeks of the year. This one's one of my favorites because it always falls on Father's Day weekend. And yep. my Father's Day wish every year is to watch Sunday U.S. Open final round. I want to see who wins. Right. Yep. So I'm sitting in my it. driveway watching the U.S. Open in the garage, drinking some beers, watching the kids roll around. This year might be a little different if the fucking apocalypse stays around. We'll see. That's true. That's uh, true. But I love it for that reason. Um, and this, I'm just excited about this one, dude. It's a course that like, not a lot of people know about. That they're just fucking opening back up to the to to like competitive major style golf. And yep. I'm excited to see what happens. A lot of good shit coming out of there. But I think we got to lead off with the old commish, Jay Monahan, not being there. Yeah, rip. You know, reports are that he's suffering from a health issue, and I want to believe that. But boy, oh boy, do I want to put on some tin foil and start to like <laughs> say maybe oh. he's faking something? Because uh, this is super fucking suspicious. <laughs> you would assume. Uh, I've stated before. I listen to a lot of the PGA radio this time of year. Last week there was a lot of take our pants off and everybody poop on Jay Monahan. Mm-hmm. A lot of it on P- on PGA radio. Weren't too happy with the commission this week when this came out. A little bit of concern. Um, stress also does some fucked up things to for a body sure. for sure. Uh, you got everybody in the world telling you how big of a piece of shit you are out of nowhere. You're gonna be like, Boy, what did I do? 
Totally. You know, uh, he, yeah, he probably fucked himself up. I'm just going to say it. Um, I think it sounds like he'll be fine. But yes, I'm with you. Kind of want to throw the tinfoil hat on and be like, hmm, that's weird. So you think like he just had a stress-induced panic attack? Could have. Could have. Stress-induced heart attack. Those are things. For sure. Um, <laughs> who hasn't had one of those, you know? Um, not me. Not yet. I'm sure it's coming. I'm probably five minutes away from one. Perfect. Stay on the line. Nobody's yep. home. Um, Post that clip. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I think it, like he said, timing is weird. Timing is everything, right? Uh, just a little fucking odd. So very, very. But get better soon, Jay. Yeah, I hope. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you there by the end of the week. That would be something. Miraculous recovery. Everybody gets along, you know. And you're like, hey, here I am. Here's a trophy. Um, yeah. So I thought that was very interesting. Very weird, you know, that guy would never do anything mischievous or dubious like that and duck important questions, I don't think. No, no. He's not, he has no record of doing anything like that. Nope. Um, another thing that I thought was fucking hilarious is like seeing some of these lip guys dunking on people. What's your favorite one so far? Specifically Brooks, Kepka. Yeah. Uh, See you guys next week at the Travelers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good <laughs> oh and like fuck. does it like just as he's standing up see you next week <laughs> yeah so good he's like i'll see you guys at the travelers which is the next event for PGA everybody who doesn't know event. but it was so perfect like he gets up and like acts like this is the last time he's gonna see the media it's just great dude it's it's so good i loved yeah i loved every second of it love it love it and then, uh, did you see Brahms presser? Uh, I heard some or of it. Parts of it. He was just get like getting peppered with all sorts of things and all sorts of questions about it and blah, blah, blah. And he just, I thought he, he was, he, again, it's just like, dude, just be honest. Like he came out with like a super honest perspective. He's like, look, I don't get too caught up in that because I recognize like how fucking privileged we are. So to yeah. be complaining about, Oh, somebody went behind my back or somebody did this. He's like, I've made generational wealth already. Yeah. I hope to make more. I'm going to continue to play golf. I, I have fun every day of my life. Right. I try not to worry about this shit. It's like, good for you. Absolutely. Right. Like you don't have to have an, have a fucking opinion on everything. No, you don't. I did love the part I did here was of the extremely short, which is kind of hilarious. There's an extremely short par three, and then there's a fairly long par three. Absurdly long, Ben. Yeah, there's a, it was like 298. It's almost 300 yards. It's a par four. Yeah. It, it's a par three. And then there's this. That's a par four for everyone else on the Correct. planet. Yeah. And yep. then there's this 80-yard thing. And that's what they were talking about. It was like, you and I, we have a club that we can hit 80 yards. For sure. Easily. i got an 80-yard club. Guys on the tour, they don't. No. They don't have a club. Nope. They can probably hit their putter 80 yards, if we're being <laughs> honest. Right. Right. 100%, dude. Golf sucks. Like, golf's hard. Um, 
all you want in life and all these guys try to do like they can all do crazy shit but they they play to distances they don't Correct. get on the tee box and say i'm gonna hit this ball as far as i can they say i'm gonna hit this ball x number of yards so i have a stock eight iron into the green yes right so i can take my normal swing with an eight iron into the green like the reason why a 60 yard bunker shot is the hardest in the world is because there's no stock of that that is all feel right same with your wedges like when you're 40 50 60 70 80 those guys yards out like it's all feel and like that's why you know the Phils, the Tigers, those dudes were the best in the world because they were so fucking in touch with that, and they they were just dialed. Like, yeah, that's why Tommy Fleetwood fucking beefed it at the Canadian Open. He was trying to lay up to get to a stock distance so that he could get one tight with just his regular swing on whatever club he had in mind as opposed to what you or I would do, which is, hey, let's just bang it up there as close as we can and hope for the fucking best. Right. <laughs> like, that's how they play the game. They play it differently. Uh, yeah, so... I mean, a prime example of how differently they think uh, night one of the People's Open down here, Waste Management, Rom, Homa, somebody else... We're in a group. Homa's ball was like in a weird spot, so they were waiting for a ruling. But sun was going down. They're probably going to blow the horn soon. And Ram is like, can I put out? Because he was not in the shade. And Homa chipped on and then marked his ball and walked away. And then the horn blew because half of the green was shaded and half of the green was in sun. And I remember watching that being like, I'm going to putt the ball. For sure. Like, I don't care. But yeah. these guys are so fucking entailed. Like, literally, they know the sun being on the grass does something different to the green than the sun being not on the grass. Mm -hmm. And it messes with your eyes as well. 100%. So, it's just, golf is the one thing where pros and not pros are so fucking different. So different like stratospherically different yes <laughs> for it's sure it's incredible yeah for sure yeah the course looks awesome i'm excited that you're hearing like it's not going to be your traditional you know bogey fest you know one to two under or maybe even over par wins right like right there's a lot of opportunities for birdies there's a lot of opportunities to fuck up for sure but it should be thick grass it should be fun. It should, but it's thick. But the fairways are crazy fucking wide, dude. They have eighty-yard fairways there. That's eighty uh, yards. I was wide. listening to people. They said if you're gonna bet on guys this weekend, bet on the guys who bang fairways in regulation. Traditionally, that's a good bet at a U.S. Open for sure. Yeah. So, just kind of crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. Just it was wild to me to see some of those. To see some of those clips of the grass around the greens, I was like, oh, the second cut has actually never been cut. So <laughs> somebody was comparing it to small asparagus stocks. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So cool. So they'll have fun hitting their wedges. 
Shout and or their irons out of the green and their peels smell funny. Good for them. Yeah. Even better. Win win. Even better. Win win. No, I'm juiced, dude. I love I love me some some major golf. Yeah. Yeah. I've dialed my week up, so I don't know. I, I mean I have I got I got a golf on Thursday. Tough, Tough life. Um, but Friday I don't have shit, so I'm gonna watch a lot of golf Friday. Watch some golf Saturday, Sunday. Yep. Shit, I'm playing Friday too. I forgot about that. Well, boy, are you on the tour? You no. playing at the U.S. Open? Nope, not quite. Not quite. Huh. Some local Weird. unis, my guy. Weird. Yeah. All right. So, what are we doing? What's this Millie Maker? T- talk me through this. I don't know shit about Dick when it comes yep. to this. So I talked you into this without talking you into this. So I, I, I do it. one every NFL season. Yes. Every NFL week. Billy yep. Maker, and then they only have them for the majors for golf. Okay. So at the PGA, kind of got my ass handed to me. They usually do like three of them because there's not a lot in golf. They're 25 bucks entry. Love it. This week, I'm only doing, I did one for me, and then I asked you if you wanted to split one for this. Let's do it. So it's $25 entry. You pick six golfers, but you have a salary okay. of $50,000. So average is $8,333 you get to spend on everybody. But for context, Scotty Scheffler's $11,400. Then we scroll all the way down to the bottom. The low am is $6,000, right? So mm-hmm. there's quite the difference. And um, you need some, you know, solid 7,000, some solid $8,000 guys okay. to do well. So, um so We've our, been on a cold streak. What's it? Yeah. What's our salary cap? $50,000. Okay. 50 grand. Got it. Yep. So, yep. We have, we have 50 grand to spend on our squad. Okay. Um, so yeah, I guess I'll let you lead it off. Uh, who are you thinking? And I'll tell you where we're at. Well, so what's our thought? Do we want like, since we're doing this together, do we want like, two or three top tier guys and then try and find some good values. Yeah. I mean, you, the, ideally you want to find some good values, right? So there's some guys out there like, uh, Billy Horschel's 7,100 bucks, right? Uh, Justin, 7,100, um, Bill is seven grand, right? So like there's okay. some guys mixed in there. Okay. okay. Like, yeah. Obviously if you take some higher guys, you got to take some lower guys. Yep. Um, otherwise if you live around the $8,000 range for everybody, um, Cam Young, J day Burns, TJ, Sung JM, Lowry, the chosen one, Hideki Masayama. So, okay. Okay. You know, you just kind of, you just kind of let her ride. Yep. So without telling you any of the salaries, cause I do this often some weeks are better than other weeks sure. clearly haven't won the millie before um but i've won some good money on on these daily fantasies yep so I mean, i'll let you take number one overall pick i mean i know i dude i i i don't scheffler has been insane tita green and last week he, he he was or two weeks ago he was in the running and he was the worst in the field at putting. Right. He's been grinding on like I don't know how we cannot take him. Like yeah. I I honestly I think he's winning. Yeah. 
So I don't know how we don't take him. No, that's out cool. Of the gate. So and I know we have so we, a little bit of a deficit there. We're gonna have to make that up. But yep. So um that brings us down a little bit. You're absolutely right. It does. So are we have thirty eight thousand six hundred dollars left. And our average is now down to seventy seven hundred. So I'm gonna bring it down just a little bit. There's a guy, I'm going to help us out here. There's a guy I love that we all love that's fully capable of making a run in this tournament out of all tournaments. He's costing us $6,800. He's also very cool because somebody's got to be the 70th best golfer in the world. Mm. But somebody also catches fire at times. For sure. And, you know, Running a little luck on this. He played well at last year's U.S. Open. Okay. He also played well at last year's qualifier after he had a couple uh, Trulies or White claws. whatever. White Claws. We're going to take old Joel, 6800 Give us some money back. Uh, it's a pretty big name at that low of a price. The biggest thing with DFS is you want all six year. If all six year guys make the cut, you got a real good shot of winning some money here. So Excellent. So Excellent. now we're back up to seventy nine fifty. We got thirty one hundred thirty one thousand eight hundred dollars back. Okay, left. So I think we want to like stay low, right, to try and buy another guy high. Correct. That is, I like that move. All right, and I can't see the low. <laughs> right. So it's dangerous for me. What did you say, Phil? Was I like? Bill is seven thousand even. So right now we have seventy nine fifty remaining per average per average player. This is fun. This is fun for the pod here, Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. All right. Especially when we win a million dollars. So you went Damon sixty eight hundred. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So sticking with the trying to buy some low. I do like Phil this week. Just okay. wedge play, putting. I think it'd be a great story. I want somebody to root for. Am I? Yeah, I think we go Phil. What is he? Okay. Seven, seven thousand. Seven. Yep. I think he makes the cut. That's big time. And I mean, dude, like at the Masters, all of a sudden he's contending for really the win. Mm-hmm. So you right. never know. All right. So that brings us to just shy of 8,300. So not going to go wild here, but I'm going to bring it up a little bit. And I, I mean, I have to take him. Ranked 30th in the world. He's going to win a major at some point. This seems like the one. The people's prince. Save $7,600. Okay. So we are now at 8600 bucks. We have two golfers left, one apiece, $17,000 to spend. Oh. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I want Cam Smith worse 
than bad. He is the best putter on the fucking planet right now. And that is going to matter so much. Maybe we back off Scotty Scheffler. Okay. You know, I just, I, I think Cam Smith is going to perform well, very, like very well. <laughs> um, just his putting is going to fucking keep him in it all week. Yeah. So, so I would say take Cam Smith. Let's see what's left. So there's $8,200 left. If we take Cam Smith. Yep. Which gives you. I get like Cam Young. JJ. JJ, Sam Burns. Corey Connors. Do you like. Do you love any of those? Or no? No. I do love this move. Backing out Scheffler. Okay. Okay. Here's the other thing about Daily Fantasy. A lot of people are going to have Scotty Scheffler in their lineup, mm-hmm. right? It's going to be a hot pick. So now we got ninety eight hundred bucks for two guys. Okay, I have one pick left if we back him out. I love the thought of Max Homa winning at his home course. Nobody knows the course better. Nobody else has the course record. He's got the course record. He shot a 59 there before. 61. Was it a 61? Still. Oh, I thought it was 15. Still. Very good. So, if we take Max, mm-hmm. that leaves us 10-2. Okay? So, we got Homa. So, that means we could get Victor, Rory, Softly, Morikawa, Speed. I mean, anybody except for Scheffler, Rom, Brooks, and Pat Cantley. We can take anybody else in the field. I mean, I'd take Shoffley. I don't think he'll win, but he, he'll he be around. What do you think about Victor? He just won. He did. Uh, do we coin toss it? It's a, it's your it's your pick. If we took out Scotty, it's your pick. I don't care. Whatever you want. Let's coin toss it. Uh all right. Spade is Victor. Okay. How do we feel about Rory? Is there a weight lifted off of his shoulders after the live shit is done? That's true too. I don't hate. I mean, I don't hate it. What a week for Rory to come out and be the guy, you know. Let's go, Rory. You want Rory? I just I'm went. In. I just went with that. Okay. So I love our squad. Oh, I really do. We got Joel Dominant. I mean, that's a that's a nice bottom feeder guy, mm-hmm. guy that could compete. Homa, Rory, Phil, Cam Smith, and the People's Prince Heath. There it is. I can't wait to be rich, Ben. I cannot You'll have to wait. figure out taxes on how I send you $500,000. Um, well, after taxes, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Usually the winner walks away with 1.2 mil. So, <laughs> yeah. So, that's uh, that's our bet for like the that. week. Mm-hmm. We're cold, so we're taking a, taking a big swing. Taking a big swing, trying to get off this cooler. 
that we're on. Yeah, let's do it, dude. How sweet would that be, huh? It'd be fucking dope. It would be dope. Good shit, dude. It. Good shit. I love it, brother. That was a good one. Uh, that was. That was a fun one. And maybe next time I'll be a little bit more prepared if we do that again. And I like the idea or the concept of doing something like that a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if we're recording early. Absolutely. That was fun. You know? Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right, people. Um, you good? You got anything else? Not it. I'm All good. Right. I'm Gucci. Double checking. All right. Well, hey, uh, it is, as mentioned, Father's Day this weekend. It's like we did for Mother's Day. Don't forget about your fathers. They, uh, That's right. You know, congratulate them on the sex that they had in order to further you. <laughs> And all we of that all came stuff. from our dad's balls. Some point. Yep. So, yeah, shout out dads. Uh, they do a lot, generally in solitude or in in, in quiet uh, that you don't realize. So give them a hug, shake their hand, buy them a beer, take them golfing, take them shooting, fishing, whatever. Um, yeah, have a great weekend. And uh, I look forward to seeing everybody again next week, talking to everybody again next week. Be good. Ben, do your thing, my man. Appreciate y'all. As always, like, comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, rate five stars, all that fun stuff. Be good, everybody. And whatever you do, get back to even. Don't be asking me about the bitches. Why you gotta be up in my business? Please leave me alone. I ain't being rude, swear that I just like my privacy. It ain't nothing wrong if you choosing not to ride with me. I got a sidekick, you know how Batman Robin be. Oh, Bonnie and Clyde, my feelings is down to ride. I just say the word, the dog is jumping the fence. I ain't say a word, the shorty say give me this. Oh, that was your girl, she screaming my government. I hopped up the curb.